tight they were apart From their outposts of power Gained from the destruction of innocence So let's start with this Acapulco situation because I live in Puerto Vallarta. We got hit by a Category 4 hurricane uh, about two and a half weeks ago. And within about a week and a half after that, mysteriously blew up and actually three of them blew up within one hour 
and there have been a lot of questions raised what is happening in Mexico. And I believe that there is a lot of weather modification happening. Um, We're watching tropical storms turn into Category 5, some of the biggest in history, in a matter of moments. And within a a couple hours, no one has any uh, way to prepare themselves. And it's absolutely devastating. And um, there is a website, Hurricane uh, OtisRelief.com, I believe it's called. And there is so much happening with that. Uh, We saw it in Maui. We saw it in uh, California, where we saw hurricanes and earthquakes happening at the same time as we saw hurricanes ravaging Florida, suddenly taking U-turns and destroying towns. And I'm a big believer that this is part of the climate agenda. You need to have on-the-ground support for the climate cultists in order to bring about these kinds of 15-minute cities or, for example, um, you know, CBDCs with carbon credits and all these different things. They're going after the food supply, they're going after the energy supply, and they're going after uh, the housing market to destroy property. They're going after the dollar to move into the BRICS world reserve currency system. All of these things tie into the greater reset, the great reset, the eugenics agenda. And what we've seen in places like Acapulco is absolutely devastating with almost no media coverage at all, except for a few people like Jeff Berwick, myself, Max Egan. A few people have talked about it. But, you know, people are suffering on the ground. The military has had a hard time getting in there. And, um, you know, people are trying to hand out food and water and, and different necessities, but are hitting a lot of brick walls with it. So it's the same old thing that we see with FEMA in the United States. And it's on the recap, you know. Uh, I mean, this is just a, you know, a talk show on, like many, that are now summing up the problem that we were summing up, you know, Seems like decades ago now. And they wouldn't listen. And they won't listen to you now. So you're going to watch them die. And there's no sin in dying. And sometimes dying is the, you know, in this case, dying is the uh, price that, that has to be paid. And when the people won't rise up like Americans will not rise up and will not fight. And that goes for anyone else complaining, Palestinians, Americans, whoever else has a problem. The only thing that brings change is, is you know, revolution. That means blood. People are not willing to do that, so they're going to die. And it's their fault. I hate to be so harsh about it, but, I mean, if you're not willing to spend blood and treasure, then you're not serious about what you want someone to give you relief. No, you must take relief. Now, this is a hard lesson, and I, I think American, America will be destroyed because of the um, unwillingness, especially of patriots, to, you know, do what's necessary. People that call themselves patriots. I don't even know what a patriot is anymore, you know. Is it Tucker Carlson? Is it Alex Jones? Is it, what is it? Is it Joe Rogan? Is it all these different voices complaining about, they're coming, they're coming, they're here, they're killing you, they're taking your land, they're destroying you. Where's the, you know, the the Wolverines just took the, 
the corner down there at the corner of LA and, you know, Wilcox and Western and, you know, they're moving towards Santa Monica. Where's that? Where's the underground uh, broadcast saying, you know, um, for supplies, you go to the mile, mile marker 342 and at mile marker 342, we have you know, there's a supply drop-off that just occurred, and you can drop supplies off for people in the bush and in the field who are, you know, fighting the good fight against this giant army. So let me just go ahead and give the overview of what it is. And, okay, one more time. Not that it'll do any good, but, uh, you know, the plan has always been to destroy you to destroy your children, your family, and, you know, to 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 um, get uh, hold of youth and modify DNA and turn the, the, the God-made beautiful souls into um, basically cyborgs and automatons just like the aliens, just like them that are doing it, just like the lizards. And I know people don't like to talk about the fact that there's hybrids and lizards and robots and all kinds of things like that out there. But, you know, it's all a force, you know. Um, Terminator was prophetic. You know, the Simpsons have been prophetic. And it's all been leading to, the, and I think what I have to do right now is I just have to go over, okay, so every one of you that hears this or if you pass it on and share it, whatever, um, you know, you, you, you will all be, you are all targeted. And what that means is that there will be a time where there will be no way to get money or, you know, have exchange in that way or food or any of these things that, that, that they're trying to wipe out and they're very good at it. Because there is no fight back, there can be no supply chain. And they've done this by lulling people to sleep with televisions and, you know, Netflix and, and streaming and, um, you know, training them in COVID to be, you know, just to become homebodies and stay in their homes. And then eventually it's like, yes, and then that becomes a lockdown situation because there's no, you know, the streets are now patrolled by troops that are guarding the depots for food and water. And so none of that's available. And uh, then there will be fights about people trying to get supplies, trying to get food for their children, and uh, probably fighting with their neighbor rather than aligning with their neighbor against the bigger enemy. It will just devolve into every man for himself. Which is another, you know, to watch another failure of sad humanity. It's... All my life, all my life, my entire life, I have been talking about this. I've been, you know, warning about this. I've seen, you know, who they were early on, went through their abuse, went through their mind control, went through their punishments, their cruelty, and was at the brunt of all that. And it took me a long time to break the programming, you know, to realize it wasn't just you know, my immediate others around me and, and or society, that it was 
the world, that there was a a group of people, a, a another side that could only do one thing, and that is to destroy humanity. Or just, if you really want to get down to the real nub of it, it's to destroy what God made. It's to destroy, in, in the ruse is, and now we're getting some really deep stuff here. The ruse is that you can abscond with humanity and you know, harvest the souls like the Matrix. The Matrix series is impossible because you cannot harvest souls. It's, it's, it's God made that impossible. That is not a possibility. What they're trying to do in their ignorance, and this is why I always laugh when they say, you know, the mystery schools, and, this, and Alex Jones gets on and talks about the secret of the universe, and it just cracks me up. It is just so completely off point and wrong and irrelevant that it's, it's laughable. Sorry. I respect the guy. I'm just saying, you know, it's, you know, people, people that know, I guess they just don't say anything. People that understand just don't say anything. Don't say enough. Because, you know, if you start talking about God, the main people that are going to shush you are the Christians, the preachers. The system is geared within, in every single institution, to silence the truth. Anyway, welcome to November 1st. Just had, I thought I'd just play a little bit of, uh, that was... uh, a little talk that um, Maria Z was having, and I, and I do appreciate Infowars. Don't, don't get me wrong; I'm not. I'm just talking about when Alex was talking spiritually about the big secret. He's talking about the secret that man has, that man thinks of a man. But see, I'm not really from the human race myself. I don't really, really had this revelation last night that I'm not really completely human, and that's maybe why I know a few things that you know, are not written down anywhere, I guess. Or maybe I'm not alone here. Who knows? <laughs> what good is it? What value has it? None. Zero. People that really have anything or any kind of gift have no value. See, the, the value is in the tradable gifts. There's no value in something that's not tradable or uh, comprehensible. Right? That's why they dumb everything down, so it has value. The dumber it is, the more value it has. The smarter it is, the less value it has. So think about that when you're consuming. You know, I've consumed a lot of stuff. It's all just junk. Good morning, Trish. Good morning. I, I'm sorry. I wanted you, you were sleeping so well, and I, I couldn't sleep. I had another night. I think it's um, uh, my back. I, it's... Uh, hurt, and I think it's, you know, and I can't just, you know, I have to wean off some of the medication and stu- such, but if you could have me another one of these, I would appreciate it. Trish is up and monitoring. She's, you know, we're very kind of a skeleton crew. I mean, she's the producer, you know, I'm the the voice, and um, she helps to facilitate this and, and is, a, is a social, you know, influencer, like Pia out there, and uh, trying to, um, I guess we're all kind of in the same boat now. I just realized this, this you know, it's a very important day. Let's start with today. This is, here's this. 
Let's start with today. It's November 1st. It just became, when it became November 1st, I, I breathed a big sigh of relief. I had this, ooh, wow, November 1st. Ah, you know. He kept the hordes of demons out, and they didn't get me. Thank you, Lord. It's November 1st. I can breathe. Of course, that's, you know, nonsense, but... Um, a big one or a little one? Um, uh, those are good. This side? Yeah, with, with one yeah, shot of, yeah. And, uh, I mean, we're very blessed right now that we have some food here. We've got some electricity. Wish I had more solar. Could use a couple solar generators or something like that, you know. I, I don't know. I've had a lot of time in in hell lately um, in my hospital story that's just like putting me in hell. It's like, and I'm describing what I'm seeing, and it's it's just insane. And I wonder how one can keep... Now, if this was a couple of years ago, I couldn't write it. I would have gone insane. I would, I, you know, I've, I've lost my mind a few times. But I, I get it back. The Lord puts it back. He wants me to lose my mind. He flings me into the thing, and then I lose my mind, and then I'm, I'm like, yeah, 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 you know, and then it comes back, you know, and then, but now there is not this loss of mind as there was before, this like flipping out, not flipping out, but kind of, you know, becoming more multidimensional, less, less here in this time space. You know what I mean? It can take you, you know, it's like taking you away from, and you need to be grounded, you can't. We need to be here when we're here. We don't, you know. We don't. There are plenty of people floating around out there, and and they they you know produce nothing. That they have nothing of value to say. They're they're not grounded to where they could communicate. They're 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 um, disassociated. So that's what I mean. You know what they call DID, which is really just a stupid, idiotic psychiatric term, which they all are stupid. But it just means to disassociate from something painful, to, to, to separate from it. And in some cases, people separate from reality, the reality they're in, because it's just too painful to face, or it's, it's, it's triggering things that happened in their youth or other times, and they don't understand, and they get confused, and they, and they dissociate. And then, of course, yes, it's used in, you know, the latest Manchurian candidate that shot up a bunch of people in the bowling alley and he was just textbook mental hospital. That's where they work on you. That's where the, all the, you know, the uh, CIA, the military industrial complex runs all the mental hospitals. So all the psychiatrists are all versed in that. You, you've had many examples. And the, the, the big one, of course, are people like, you know, Dr. Julian West and others that, you know, that basically, uh, live for mind control, including implants and everything else, which, most of our assassins and, like NSA assassins that are drafted out of the Marines, gunnies and people like that, they have chips, you know, that they call the 800 number. Okay, here's the mission, you know. And uh, this has been going on. But it's all leading toward this, this thing now. People just don't seem to have a handle on what's happening now. And that's why I'm up at this hour, because... You know, it's, it's, you know, I can't sleep with this. You know, I can't really relax as I know. It's like, I'm, you know, I hate to put it this way because I don't want people to become really depressed or anything, but it's kind of like waiting to die. 
is waiting for the you know for that moment and could be any minute and so I'm preparing myself to because I don't think there's a sin in dying you know I suppose there's guilt and shame that we didn't do more I think we also underestimated I mean I didn't underestimate because I knew you know I knew I knew for for my whole life I've known that there's an army of people including the assholes of the world around me so-called friends and families how they betrayed us all and they sold us all out and you can tell who they are from their addresses where they live and what their bank accounts are just the very act of becoming a member in good stead of society itself when I say that, I mean like, you know, high society, gentrified society, Ivy League society, you know, anywhere in the world. It goes on in India as much as it goes on in England or New England. That act, becoming a part of it, is an act of betrayal against the people. Because of what's required, i.e. your soul. I watched a great movie last night, and it, it, I'm, I'm revisiting, you know, all these prophetic movies, all these movies that had all the truth in them, and this was called The Firm with Tom Cruise, directed by uh, Sidney Pollack, and it was perfect. It was just a little, you know, gem of a movie, you know, not, not you know, it, it looks big, but it, it you know, it's not, not, you know, I don't think it was really... They didn't spend a lot of money on it, but it had all the, in a microcosmic way, the firm is really a, an allegory about society. You know, again, and I think they even got some uh, inspiration to do The Counselor, finally, that, that eventually that Cormac McCarthy wrote for Ridley Scott to direct. Um, there was even some tie-in there. You know, and you can even tie in some with Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino. Um, but it, it basically lays it out. When you're, uh, you know, sipping my coffee here. When you're, um, you know, when you're in, and, and this was very prominent in the movie, and, and also it's, you know, like great acting and great, it had the, the, the late, great Robert Town involved in the screenplay, and so there were some really gem lines, and, you know, you, you could just tell that Robert Town was involved. He was the author of Chinatown, you might recall. Well, I recall. Anyway, he was a very famous screenwriter in, in Hollywood. And um, it's just very interesting. Uh, once in, never out. I had a song like that, you know. I mean, all all my music is prophetic in that way. Every every single thing, everything I do is actually everything I do and say is <laughs> because I'm in some kind of thing. I don't know. I'm I'm not really me. I'm I'm just in this thing, and so so it's always going to come out like that. But then again, the people I talk to, they're prophetic too. They're 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 we're talking the same language. And, you know, lizards, 
10 years old, this track. Uh, Rich Keltner uh, music, and then my, uh, I just started singing this thing. I didn't even write the lyrics down. I just, you know, it just was natural. And look at every line that's in that track. Every line. But then there's a very important line in it, which is, they are the ones. They, understand, they. And ultimately, there is no they. We know that. There's just I am. There's just God. But in this war in the heaven, coming right now to the earth, and that's what people are dealing with. When they say war in the heaven, or heavens, meaning multidimensional reality, not some distant place called heaven, that's, meaning this is the abrogation, this is not reality, this is the simulation, that is the reality. You could, you know, so heaven's the wrong word. Wrong nomenclature, sorry. So the war in reality with the real beings and the real people, and then there's the war here, the simulation, where the, the unsuspecting people who have waxed decadent, who have become selfish, who have become disgusting. I was looking at the movie roster on Fandango. Uh, not one thing I want to see. But I see the most successful one is Taylor Swift. <laughs> and, and so if the public can't see through that, I don't know, then what, what are you going to, what, what good are they? You know, I mean, in, in a sense, they're going to die now, but does that even matter? I mean, when you really think about it, what, what would what would their contribution be? What would their contribution be, folks? If you just allow them to go, you know, to develop into, you know, having their kids go to Taylor Swift concerts and have Taylor Swift memorabilia all around and have, you know, their, you know, their games on, you know, the TV screen and all the, you know, and all the, uh, you know, I mean, what, what is the ultimate goal here? If, if you talk to the globalists, the ultimate goal is to put these people in a room not have, you know, unemploy them. So they, they've, they have no utility. There is no job for them to go to now. They're, it's all going robotic. They can, they, so there's no need for them. So we'll put them in these compact cities, these 15-minute cities, and they can play video games all day and get their universal income as long as they obey. And what would be the point of that? The point of that would be to have a genetic farm of young people to choose from. For uh, they would become commodities that would be harvested and, you know, and they would think that they're living their own lives and having their own games and having their own relationships. But they would be really conditioned to serve their owners, which is the state, or the super state, which is intergalactic, which is, you know, of cosmic, which is you know, good and evil, which is, you know, the, the whole ball of wax, which is, you know, everything, everywhere, all the time that has been created or is created or is being created or is creating. So what is this? Well, this is murder of a lot of people. 
And, you know, I, I, I almost can't stand these Christians online anymore. I mean, and some are my old friends and I, I, I love you guys, but I, I can't, I can't, I can't handle you anymore. You know, picking sides like, you know, Israel or bust, you know, stuff like that. I just, I can't go there. I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do it. Refuse to do that. But you're ignoring all the Bible. No, the Bible's helpful and it's prophetic, but I'm prophetic. Bible's prophetic, whatever, you know. I don't, I don't, you know, um, consider the book above me. I think it's great for everything it's intended for, but I don't have this idea that I need to make Bible prophecy come true by what the globalists are doing to the world. And they're not globalists, they're, they're, Advanced beings, they're, they're, there's, this is a war, the, the, this is from the war in heaven, if you will. But that, that war, that is just a war against God. You know, it's, it's the angels against the angels, you know, the war against God, the war to be God. The, if you look at uh, Job, you'll see that it's all about, you know, uh, Lucifer, you know, establishing his throne above the most high God. Right, in the book of Job. And, you know, and those are nice, you know, that's nice to know that. But now when when they they are saying that, um, going on and on and on about this situation and the Palestinians and the people yelling, the people marching, I mean, I can't even imagine what utility they, they these are really useless people. There's no point for them to breathe. What are they going to do in their life? Seriously. I'm just giving you the global, why do they want to get rid of them? Because they produce nothing. They scream and yell on cue, and you pay them for that. You can make them, maybe make them into a commodity, but they have no use, useful value. So they're going to die. So the world's not going to sustain them. Your sustainer is either God or the world. God won't sustain anyone who isn't. But, but see, the one thing God hates, though, is, is falseness. You know, lies, half-truths. And, you know, and then and the people that, that become very puritanical about being, you know, you know scripture-based and, you know, like, like a robot soldier, like a Nazi, um, you know, God is not favoring these people when they start telling everybody what to do. And they're doing it online. They're starting to, if you celebrate Halloween... Celebrate! I, I can't even imagine celebrating Halloween. It's not something that would, but I don't shy away from it. I mean, if there was a Halloween party and people I knew that were going to a Halloween party dressing up in costumes, I certainly, I don't know that I'd have a costume, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put them down. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's just more pathetic stuff. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen to these people, but I mean, the. the the IQs have gone down. I mean, it's, it, you better, you know. And then there's, you know, another guy, so-called friend, is saying that, uh, you know, if you watch horror movies, uh, you know, the demons will follow you home, and then you need deliverance. You know, come, you know, re- call the deliverance line. And I'm like, okay, I can see now God is separating me from all of that. And uh, we're going to just have to go our separate ways. I um, cannot imagine a, a situation where, you know, I remember being in a 
church where they're dictating to people about, say, like, you know, whatever it is, drugs, alcohol, homosexuality, whatever the topics were back in those days. Don't do that, you know. <laughs> and they themselves are like, you know, up to their eyeballs in pedophilia and stuff while they're saying that. So it, it's, um, it, it, you know, we th- that's, God hates that. And so really I can make a case, and I haven't done this yet, here's something new. I can make a case for all preachers resign today. All pastors should resign today. In all churches in the United States and elsewhere. Resign, walk out, get out. Will you obey God if God tells you that? Get out. Well, you better listen close to the Holy Spirit because that's a thing that needed to be said. Get out. Get out. If you want to cast out demons, then cast out the pastors. Cast out these people with all their little rules. Posting them up and down Facebook like, you know, like people are so stupid they don't know the difference between good and evil, right and wrong. Come on now. Jesus would be in Vegas probably, dealing with the hookers and the and the street bums and people like that. You know what I mean? Well, these people, oh, don't do that. You know, okay, fine, don't do that. Don't put that needle in your arm. It disqualifies you from the kingdom of heaven. So then, okay, so there's no help for anyone. Then. It's, just, it's just all judgment and rules and, you know, the people that are, that are all self-righteous are no different than the uh, oppressors bringing WW3 and killing everybody. And maybe, you know, and if God wanted to sustain all these people, he could. But now we've got the earthquake machines and then we've got the, we got the uh, you know, hurricane machines and devastating Acapulco. They burnt down Maui and is, you know, let's just think about Maui for a minute. They blocked water and killed people by forcing them to stay in their cars and get burned alive. These are Hawaiians against Hawaiians. These Hawaiians sold out and sold out all the Hawaiians. And so they might as well just kill them all. Because that's what they did in the spirit. They killed them all. And then they trot out this idiot Oprah who wouldn't, I mean, if I had, you know, a say in the world, this person wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't, would, would never have risen to any kind of prominence about anything. There's no point for her other than she's an influencer that, you know, forces people to conform to the stupid world that she's created or that she's told to create the sort of ecumenical world where they are very much in control as you, you know, slip out of all your morals, where they're uh, patting you on the head as you do so, giving you rewards and perks, and then telling you to go after those, those ones who are not complying, who are not giving in. They are the enemy. They're creating the nasty world. They're making it bad for everybody. Get them when you're the one that caused it. They are the ones. They cause the trauma. They are killing and genociding the world. They do what they want without consequence. Nobody even fights back. They say, well, the Palestinians, (laughs) are they fighting back, what, against the Jews? Against the Israelis? 
the the real enemy of you know what are what are Palestinians anyway or Syrians for that matter or anybody they're Arabs right it's a big conflict well bottom line with all this stuff is um until they can understand you know they scream God 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 well obviously their God doesn't really you know guide them anywhere because. God, 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 and it's still the other guy's fault. They don't see the people that are, you know, the, the, the forces against them. You know, this whole thing in the Middle East is, and I agree with the people who believe it's a prelude to their vaunted Great Reset, New World Order, technocratic society, which they will never be implemented because it's not possible because they're too stupid to figure that out because they're, they just want to commit, what they really want to do is commit euthanasia. And pretend they're going digital when they really aren't because nothing digital is real. Therefore, oh, there's demons and stuff and ghosts and stuff that live in the in the electricity and you know, try to hang on another day while they're looking for a, uh, some kind of biological entity they can, you know, possess so they can live on. Oh, sure, that's going on. The, the, the life, the need to live is... People forging for food, forging for water, or forging for bodies to occupy. Sure. What's so mysterious about that? Half the people I see out there, they're not even themselves anyway. They're somebody else. That's especially true around New Mexico. In New Mexico. Nobody is who they are. You know, it's, 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 it goes in one ear out the other. They, you know what I mean? People have the attention span here of you know, less than a gnat, you know, and and basically you don't know who you're talking to here because what happens when a city like, you know, a sad Santa Fe goes the, the way of the demonic, you know, it, it's, there's a time where everyone becomes possessed by entities, you know, by some people, many entities. And there's no deliverance for that. There's no exorcist that can, can stem the tide of that. When you have a whole town, it's basically night of the living dead. That's what it is. It's zombie world. And that's what we have here, a zombie world. And, you know, I could tell by writers, you know, local writers, like just taking the case of Cormac McCarthy that I didn't realize he was a Santa Fe writer. Yep, just right up there with, what's his name, George R. R. Martin, another gem. You know, Game of Thrones, isn't that fun? Oh, while, while this thing is coming to kill you, you're watching Game of Thrones? I mean, come on. That guy really did you, a, did you people in. He did you a great disservice. It wasn't like, you know, he didn't get the memo. I can see people out on the highway out there, way out there. I see the, 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 uh, the, the police cars. I see the red lights whirring. And they're chasing, they're chasing cars. <laughs> well, anybody out right now in New Mexico at 3.41 a.m. on this highway here is a meth head, Are you, right? I mean, come on. So I, you could pull them all over. I mean, they're all, you know, and yeah, they're very dangerous. They've probably been tweaking. They've probably been up for days and weeks now leading up to their big celebration of Halloween. Now, these people, they get into Halloween thinking that, you know, Satan... Rock and roll and all, because they're dumb, is going to take them somewhere. And the demons will can open up all kinds of portals and things and let you see stuff when you don't sleep. And, you know, you, you, you're jacked up on this stuff that, that just destroys your mind, you know, makes you paranoid. And, oh, look, I see them over there. 
the red lights. Well, you know, arm yourselves. <laughs> the the yeah, right, because it, it goes to the you know World War Z, you know the zombie apocalypse. That you got to understand, they feed on this stuff. They feed on the trauma. They feed on Acapulco. They feed on you know Maui was a you know, a ritual sacrifice. You know, a a a thing, a, a beginning and an end in of itself. Without building anything, without any motive for anything in the future, it was a ritual sacrifice. Where the leaders of Hawaii murdered their own people and sold them all out to this um, technocratic society, which is basically Satan, which is, is, is to turn their city into a smart city. And the only way they could do that, but they didn't do that. They didn't move people out. They didn't just turn off the resources. They didn't, they didn't do it. No, they torched them. And they torched children. And they sent them home into harm's way. And that wasn't even enough. Then they brought out this, this idiot asshole, The Rock. What a piece of shit that guy turned out to be. And they bring him out with Oprah. And they want to create a charity where you give money to it and they don't pay a dime. Insane. I mean, just for that, they, they should be hung. You know, there, there's, there can be no respect for people like that again. But yet there they go cheering. And they're going to cheer into their own graves, okay? They're not going to be here anymore. They're going to be killed. They're going to be killed by, you know, by their own consent, by this force that is beyond anything, beyond any army, beyond anything man could ever put together to resist. This thing is so much more coordinated that it's coordinated from above. It's coordinated from the, the very highest levels, you know, beyond human. You know, things are, and they say, well, this, this is, uh, this is revelation or this is the fulfillment. And then when they're all around Jerusalem, then, you know, then they're going to have the, uh, Zechariah fourteen twelve, and, and the, the nukes will go off, and then they're going to yeah. Well, if the, one nuke goes off, the nukes go off in Los Angeles and New York and Chicago and Kansas City and you know uh, <laughs> Albuquerque and wherever else. Look at what Bill Gates became. Look at his face. Look at his face. I've been talking about Gates for ten years here. Look at his face. Look at his eyes. He's not himself. He's not who he was. He's full-fledged. Another entity. Right? Using the Bill Gates responses and the personality to, to get its way, to chop down all the carbon. All the people, all the trees, all the plants, all the animals, every single thing. Now you're starting to really get to it. It won't even be fun until we destroy the sun. It won't be fun until we nuke every planet, until there's nothing left, until we destroy all planets and all matter. And then we'll live in our secret, sacred, digital avatar world because we destroyed the outer world. We destroyed God. We won. Now we're God. 
and they think that the digital universe is their answer to defeating God, to putting the throne above the Most High. They say the digital world is above the Most High throne. That world, the Avatar world, is above. And look, God's not going to do anything about it. Because most of the people that God would protect have turned their backs on him anyway. So why should he get involved? I mean, think about it. So, you know, we have a real situation here. And, um, you know, I'm glad that I've, you know, that I've dwindled into a very small voice, almost nothing. Because, you know, the important thing is that it gets said. And that the hard things to say are said somewhere. The things they're not, they're not jumping ahead and saying what I'm saying. They're just telling you, well, this is coming. And that's coming. And now they're doing this. I told you. Didn't I predict that? I told you that was going to happen. See, now that's happening. Now look, they've cut your food off. And what are you going to do? you got to buy more supplements. <laughs> so they get, I'll give you the play-by-play. But they're not going to give you the big picture because they don't know the big picture. You know, some people are saying, and I think this is interesting, that uh, all this is, you know, fulfilling, you know, we know they tried to fulfill Bible prophecy and they have, uh, and this whole World War III started in the Middle East and it's all part of, you know, trying to fulfill the book of Revelation and it's ready to just get people all on board to comply, you know, to scare them to death with nukes. Kill a few million, a couple billion, whatever, and, uh, you know, get everyone else to, uh, you know, behave uh, while we kill the rest voluntarily. No, don't worry. They'll, they will um, volunteer for euthanasia. They'll come right in here, son. Are you ready to take your journey to the digital world where you can live forever? Yes, sir. All right, hop right in there. There you go. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> bump, bump, bump. Right? Basically, that's it. Voluntary, see, for, got to put yourself in the mind of the Satanist. For the Satanist, voluntary euthanasia would be the most delicious of all conclusions. Where they voluntarily, not knowing, really, you know, but knowing they, you know, just being in rebellion, they decide, yes, I want to go on that journey and live forever and be an avatar and get whatever I want. Well, come on in here. Oh, that's next. Oh, you know that. That's the, you know the prototypes of that are already out. You know they're they're already you know they they could kill millions and millions of people voluntarily. Say we didn't do anything. It was all voluntary. They each volunteered to go on this journey, and they all knew they were giving up their bodies and going to become something else. <laughs> Bill Gates says <laughs> his laugh. Yes. So I guess the, the, the bottom line is we live in a world of stupidity, of total dumb shits, because they um, refused to look at the spirit, at the Lord, at the truth. So they became dumb because of that. It's kind of my conclusion, you know, now that we're wrapping it all up. They became dumb and unaware and they just basically thought the thing they could touch or see or man himself was their paradigm. So they just followed the rules of man and followed man around and 
now they're going to go to their death. And, you know, and, and the other thing is about seed and, and seed that will continue. Seed is, is obsolete. Progeny is obsolete. Children are obsolete. This is not the time for that. I would have said a few years ago, yeah, replenish the earth if you can, or your nation. But as the sperm counts went down and the birth rates went down, nobody did a damn thing. So what use are they? I mean, seriously, is there any use to them at all? You know, the, the one thing, biological life, is a celebration of God, you know. So that would be something good to have children, and even as their sperm counts went down, and even though there were remedies ab- about that, they wouldn't do anything about it. They're they're so stupid they w- they wouldn't they didn't even occur to them that anything was wrong. The immigration or the destruction of the of the the destruction of the U.S. Uh, soon the dollar, the borders. And then, the, of course, the infiltration of the UN and you know troops and martial law lo- and permanent lockdown forever, and then basically the the the, the, the getting rid of uh, you know death camps and all that you know to get rid of the population and have the replacement you know continue to have it's really going to be a Chinese operation here. At least that's what they have planned. They got to have some place for all these people to go in China. So America would be perfect. They've already picked out their houses. People don't mind. They're going to be carried off to Babylon and <laughs> into death. And they don't care. So and I, and I see this everywhere I go. And I see people and I, and I, I don't know what to tell them. They're, they're living in some kind of a, a comic book world where they think it's going to go on indefinitely and everything is going to get back to normal. It never was You know, the truth of it is, folks, we were living in a simulation. Everything was given to us. Nothing was normal. Everything was an illusion, that we had this illusion of society, an illusion of civilization, an illusion of, you know, there is no great renaissance to come. There never was. All of that, everything, all of history has been just an illusion fed to us to make us think that while the real game was going on, which has to do with your soul, but to make you comfortable and that you think you live in a community, in a world, and you have neighbors, and you have a, a job. You never had a job. Obama spilled the beans that one time where he said, you know, you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. That is absolutely correct. He was absolutely right 100%. In the way that the society itself and the laws and everything has been illusory at best. It has not been a stable, uh, you know, something that, you know, you rely on. This is civilization. This is a real thing. It never was a real thing. And that's, that's I, know, I don't expect people to even understand that or be able to accept it. I just get people mad. They'll just argue with me. And there's nothing to argue with. I have my own opinion, and it's just my opinion. That's it. You know, if you think you can get back America, take back America, you know, you, all that, that's fine. All those, you know, that to me, that's a waste of time. You know, this is already a fait accompli. I think, I think the smart money now 
is got to be on uh on it, it has to be an absorption into the Holy Spirit. It has to be an absorption into God. It has to be, you know, Godhead. It has to be I am and nothing else. And that's where it's gotta go. And for I mean for one reason, just one so that you, your soul, will know. You know, that so you will not die in vain. So you will at least know that, you know, you found the truth, that you, you know, that you contributed something positive by the fact that you wouldn't just sign on to the, to the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the ever shifting dream state they try to give us and realize there's something going on behind us while we think we're living in this world and paying our taxes and doing this and doing that. There's something going on behind our backs that we're not looking at. And this thing has grown. I mean, now, look at it now. Look at how they could just start World War III on, on a dime. Look how they can torch Maui and, and kill all those people and not even bat an eye. Look how they're coming after everybody with the mRNA, you know, kill shots, you know, bioweapons. And, and when you question them, they don't, they don't even blink. They're like, of course. Of course we're for the health of people. Look at how all they do is lie and people just want to believe them because they want to believe. People don't want to believe it's this bad. They don't want to believe that it's... Zeph, if it's like you say, I'm going to kill myself. I got that a lot back in the early 2000s. I said, just get out. Get off the train. You know, I, this is my last time I'm going to warn the pastors. Get out of the churches. Out! Especially the visible influencers online, get out. Get out! Or change. And since you're proven to be incapable of change, you think you're right, get out. That's all I can say. That's, that's a voice beyond my voice telling you to get out. Oh, you probably won't, but then comes the rebuke. And you're going to end up rebuking all your congregate, all your flock is going to be unsatisfied because you can't deliver them. What about prayer? Well, prayer is good. Prayer, prayer should be, your, every waking moment of your life should be prayer. Everything you do, everything you think, everything you see, and everything you touch should be prayer. There should be nothing separate from God. You know, and as far as Jesus, I keep hearing him say, unless you're like not, unless you're like these little children, you will not see the kingdom of heaven. And unless you forgive you, your Father in heaven will not forgive you. And anyone that blasphemes the Holy Spirit will not be, you know, uh, admitted. And People who are not who are found to take the mark will not have the be in the Lamb's Book of Life, like Noah. You could be a drunk. You be a lot of things. It's, that line is not really a personal line. Like it's not a meritocracy, folks. It's positional. It's legal. It's it's implacable. It's it's um, nobody moves the line. Nobody can move it, can question it, can do... No interpretation can get around the fact there's that line. 
everybody on one side of the line, they all recognize each other because they have psychic link because they're linked up with the, the fallen angels. Fine. And everyone on the other side is linked up through the Holy Spirit. You know, and, and people that are ignorant in the middle somewhere bouncing around, they don't know what they think, which is the bulk of people. Um, they're basically lambs of the slaughter right now. I Really, you know, another thing that's going on is people are not being able to get insurance. Like, you know, like like here they, they did a thing with the fire insurance, and so I can, yeah. Well, you see, they're commandeering property now all over the world because of all the foreclosures, and they're buying it all up so they can put the people in camps. Yeah, so the people are being displaced right now. Millions and millions and millions. All over the world, there are people like that guy, Mayorkas, you know, he's opened the border and he flooded it with, he's a, he's a big commander, you know what I mean? He's a big, he's a big general in, in Lucifer's army and he, he got everything he wanted. He was like, oh, you know, look, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's, the border is secure. And people go, oh, that's good enough for me, they say. And all these Democrats that signed on, the whole Democratic Party went over, so did all the uh, Republicans. Is there any other party? There are two parties, right? Well, they're both corrupt. And they both um, went over to the other side, and, and they're working for the death of themselves. It's funny, you see these people that are like, you know, these uber Democrats, and you go, but, but you're, you're working for your own death because you live in New York City, so here's the deal. You're going to be nuked too. I mean, you said, you know, fire affects you as well. So, okay, our side has to win. And it's like, okay. You know, uh, th- these idiots spend all their time on useless agendas like get Trump. Trump's not allowed to run. And I'm, I'm not so sure at the pace we're going, there's going to be an election. I'm not so sure. I wouldn't count on it. Right now, I'd, I'd say anything could happen because we know how, how reality is fluid. We know it, right? We know things can change. But I can tell you right now, the trajectory we're on is, you know, just common sense. Uh, there will be no economy. There'll be no election. There'll be a uh, total lockdown. They'll find some excuse, and then they're going to put the military up against the people, right? Dragging them off. They're holding back on that, but they're ready to, you know, they're, they're frustrated. They, they're ready to roll those tanks down the, your, your boulevards now. I've seen it when I was, I've seen this vision for years and years and years of tanks on Wilshire Boulevard in L.A. I see tanks on Wilshire. I see troops everywhere. I see people hiding in the cracks. I see people hiding in warehouses. I see complete, you know, a counter-revolution trying to get going, but, it, you know, they, geez, these... These latecomer wolverines are getting going a little bit too late. I do see, you know, these people that are on the left and the right starting to come together and realize, oh, gee, they made us racist. We don't hate each other. We're humans, human beings trying to survive. Welcome, brother. Wouldn't that have been nice about three years ago? Why did you succumb? I'll tell you why. Because you took your eyes off God. Without God's protection, you're going to fall for anything. God is the only discernment. Let God be true and every man a liar. He's the only source of of truth. And Jesus literally means truth. You know, another name for Jesus is way. Another name for Jesus is life. Life itself, meaning this life. Oh, Trish, I'm going to need a a big thing of, of water. Yeah.
Well, anyway, so I couldn't sleep. You know, I, I just, you know, it seemed like November 1st, this is a big day. Now, Halloween seemed to be uh, quite the dud this year because unlike last year, where we had all these people all enthusiastic about their witchcraft, I think people are starting to realize that, uh, that you know, Satan has duped all the people that followed. Um, they were, they were, you know, promised power. They were promised money. They were promised health and youthful vitality. They were promised a lot of things. But what happened is they got snared into the hive mind. See, the thing about witchcraft is just like a big organization. It's like the firm. Witchcraft covens don't have to say they're covens. You know, for example, the hospital is a coven. Washington, D.C. is a coven. The entertainment business is a coven. And they all are connected together. And nobody can do anything unless there's the permission from the hive. The hive only does things that benefit the hive. And if you try to get out after benefiting from being in, they just kill you. So that's what it is. It's a spiritual mafia. I wonder if, you know, but I've been saying this for 30 years now. And... Doesn't seem like people. Um, I, I guess, yeah, not that it's wasted because it's good to say the truth. But the punishment that people have had for telling the truth uh, needs uh, justice. So the adjudication will be to hurt these people that have put up a stone wall, who have excluded the truth, who have who have tried to harm innocent people that that have just innocently gone along. And they've tried to use them because they use those as a battery. Because you can't get a battery source if you're in your own group. You can't game each other. So you have to look for innocent ones out there to destroy, to keep the battery alive. So that's got to be adjudicated. I guess that's what's going on. The punishment is uh, appropriate for the crime. Uh, if anyone says to me something like, all these innocent people being killed, isn't it awful? I would just start laughing and walk away. No, it's not awful. It's they basically made their choices. They made their bed, and now they're sleeping in it. If they wanted to choose life, they could have, but they didn't. If they wanted to choose intelligence, they could have, but they didn't. If they wanted to choose knowledge or wisdom, they could have, but they didn't. If they wanted to choose deliverance, they could have, but they didn't. And who's responsible? Well, you know, one of the groups responsible for all this is uh, all the churches, Catholic, Protestant, everything in between, evangelical especially, one of the worst. And people follow that even today. They say, you know, I get people shushing me. And, and you know, so Jesus is love, or something like like they're 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 offended by me, but they don't know they they blurt out something, and they're offended by what I'm saying, and I'm not saying anything different than they're saying. I'm just saying it a little differently, 
And then they're, they're trying to correct me in their ignorance and stupidity. It's unbelievable. I can't take it anymore. One more, just one more. I'm going to smack them, you know, verbally. <laughs> I'm not a violent guy, but I tell you, I just, it, it's the, it, the sheer stupidity of Christians is unbelievable. How could they ever uh, succeed if they don't understand? You know, all I need to know is Jesus. That's all I need to know. Okay, that's fine. Just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm going to go screaming out, join your cult, the Jesus cult. All these Jesus cults are just more covens. A lot of people use Jesus' name for all kinds of things. You know? So I'm not surprised. So I understand the big, big picture. This force that's against us is like God himself. He's beyond the armies of the world. The force of this WW3 thing and what's going on in Israel, it's beyond the, uh, the, the, these governments could not, you know, get together to do anything. It's beyond them. They're being used by a higher force. You know, that force that can instantly, anywhere, has the advanced technology to lock everything down, to start a war, to do this, to have earthquakes in diverse places. Right? Hurricanes and diverse wars and rumors of wars. And Jesus says, still, this is not my time. But uh, they're looking for him. They're, the rapture will happen any minute. Here's another one I love. When I see them posting things like that in social media. The rapture is any moment. And then, you know, how about the, uh, you know, having Christmas songs now? They're already starting to write Christmas songs. Coming out. They're singing Christmas songs. Nothing wrong about that. It just strikes me as funny. That's all. You know, as if just, you know, this sort of verbal dedication to God will bring about this nice Christmas and turn things around. Because God will have favor. I mean, you know, God can be merciful. But right now, I would go with uh, Solomon and uh, Wisdom and say, this is a time of war. And you better get your mind around that or you're going to flip out. This is, uh, there's a season for everything. This is a season of war. And I kind of thought this was going to start up back in the Middle East, you know, in the early 2000s, 2003, shock and awe. George W, 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 W. <laughs> I dubbed you George Dupia Bush. Nazi if I ever saw one. New World Order clown if I ever did see one. What a stooge. And people just like, you know, oh, he's a good Christian brother. <laughs> sure he is. They all are. Everybody is. You know that. We're all brothers. We're all sisters and brothers and aunts and uncles and friends and Family and children, we're all connected. And right now, we're under siege. And I don't know how much longer we'll be here. Uh, obviously, the, when the balloon goes up, we're off. We're gone. But then everything else you listen to online will be gone, too. And uh, I don't know about the cannibalism. I don't know if I could do that. I, I'll probably just die. Because that would be a, I mean, that, you know, it's a, 
I know people want to survive no matter what, but I, I, I don't want to put too much stock in, in biological life like it's the end all and be all to where I would cross certain lines just because now I'm a predator, I'm a hunter, and I need to hunt flesh to survive. But who knows what you'll do when an animal instinct kicks in for survival. You know, who knows how far you'll take it, whether you eat flesh or not. Human flesh, I mean. You know, and it'd probably take about two or three weeks before that kicks in. Um, you know, they they I'm sure they have a date where they're gonna pull the power. And um, you know, that that that's the end of everything at that point. At that particular point it's locked up. Um no, there'll be no more checks for people. There'll be no more, you know, uh no no more paydays. <laughs> no more uh, there'll be no more food, there'll be no more um food banks. There'll be, um, you know, there'll be people getting evicted from whatever, wherever they live because there'll be uh, new owners of all real estate. And, um, you know, all your heirlooms and everything else will be thrown into a pile and burned on the street. And uh, your children will be taken and, you know, processed. You'll never see them again. This has happened before in history, but again, it's always the same reason. It's all, it always comes down to one reason. Hatred of God. Hatred of the one that gave you life. What, what do you think, if you hate life, if you hate that which gave you life, then where do you expect to be? Life? That makes no sense. It makes more sense that you be killed and your family destroyed. And your legacy destroyed, and all your traditions destroyed, and all your history books burned, and no record of anything, a complete wipe of any and all legacy, and any of all seed. Because if you have free will, and you honor God, and you understand that's the source of all things, when you've got a grievance, when you've got a problem, you got that one place. You know where you have to go. And sometimes that involves some painful introspection when you do that. You know, not calling your friends up trying to get approval. Or will you pray with me, which is a, another, you know, veiled attempt at more approval. Sometimes will you pray with me is, is poisonous. Of course, that takes discernment. Which... That went out the window a long time ago, so don't look for that around here. Yeah, no, people people become like children. They become like uh, like babies, you know, they're helpless. And they they really just can't, you know. And then there's the mountain men, you know, that go out and forage around, and they can make fires, make shelters, and they can kind of live in the wilderness. But they'll be burning down all that, too. Gates will be cutting down those trees. <laughs> But what's it all about? What's it all? What is, don't you see how insane this is? The, the changes, how they came so rapidly, how everything just sprung on you, don't you see? How scripted it is? And weren't we all warned over and over again, this is coming. 
people said, well, I just hope it doesn't come in my generation. I can retire, go play golf, enjoy it. Well, what about when you die, though? You, you know, are you going to stand before the Lord and say, I went and played golf? Well, you know, my future generations burned to death. While my legacy is in the mud, while there is no legacy of good anywhere and where the absence of God equals desolation. And, and then, you know, you let these bullies push you out. And now we have, I don't know what they are. If you take a look at some of these people, you know, uh, rioting and, and, you know, marching and stuff. I mean, they, a lot of them are not, starting to not look as completely human also. They're starting to look a little bit pretty much zombie-like, you know, not really very intelligent. Just like a force of people, the Jews here, kill the Jews. You know. Meanwhile, the stations, the propaganda, Fox News is 24 hours a day, you know, pro-Israel, and then CNN is like, you know, pro-Hamas. It's just this, this, you know, yeah, root for teams. Meanwhile, Maui, burned to the crisp, Lahaina, the whole, the, the center, the jewel of all of the Hawaiian islands, burned to a crisp and all those people, nothing. No more, Acapulco, a, a rainstorm, or not even a rainstorm, a windstorm turns into a hurricane, devastates the whole place. Uh, they, they can't get food and water in. They can't, they can't, have, Acapulco, a lot of people live there, okay? And, uh, yeah, you know, that's another great hangout for the elites. Oh, do they love Acapulco? Water's warm. You know, it's. Uh, I one time sp- spent some time at the Las Brisas Hotel in Acapulco. You know that one? That was a. You know, had a. Um, um, oh gosh, they have each little suite has its own little pool. They put they put rose petals in the pool, and it's up against the Pacific. It's interesting. I had, um, you know, with my ex-wife, we were there, and she was pregnant with Francesca, and um, really pregnant, and I don't know why we went down there. But we were there, and a big wave came and threw her off a cliff. It came over the, over the banks, over the walls, and got, she was on like a bridge, like there was a, a saltwater pool and a freshwater, so there was a saltwater pool, and she went careening off the cliff, got all cut up, but the baby was safe. So you know what the hotel did? In my complaint, like, you know, people need protection. They can't just be walking along the path and then wiped out by a, by a huge, you know, tidal wave. And so the, um, you know, their answer was to put a bottle of champagne in the room while well, she's all cut up everywhere, you know what I mean? Well, they, they paid for the ultrasound, made sure the baby was alive. So, Baby's alive, so here's some champagne. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I went out to a couple of restaurants, and she's Italian, she's Sicilian, and they were accusing her of pretending to be other than Mexican, and she said, you're Mexican, and she said, no, I'm Italian, and she said, oh, yeah, you're just, you know, so there's that whole weird Mexican thing going on, like, I don't think that's going on now, but back then it was, accusing her of being racist. Anyway, uh, be that as it may, uh, trying to bring a little tone of levity. I, I don't think it could be more heavy t- than today. 
My God, all those idiots in the 60s, look how stupid they were. Look at Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah, Mr. Songwriter, he's got the truth. Or all the icons of those days, you know, the, you know, the, all, what, you know, all the rebels that we thought were cool weren't cool at all. Because mixed in with all that intellectualism and the age of the rise of scientism came the rejection of God in those 60s. Then it became the new age, right? free love, hippies and all that. Drugs, sex, rock and roll, rebellion. You know, Marilyn Manson proclaims, I hate love, I love hate. And so it's all about that, you know, it's just turn against your parents, kill them, you know. Drink their blood. Oh, yeah. You know, Charles Manson cults. I mean, everybody I knew in the movie business was basically a, 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 a worshiper of Charles Manson and a worshiper of these serial killers. One guy, one producer that was a very wealthy guy, he bought a house uh, on Cielo Drive just to be near the Sharon Tate murder. Just to be near there. Just to feel the vibe, the energy, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I knew. I've seen these people. And they're, and they're you know, drug-fueled, uh, you know, orgiastic. Uh, and the, I was amazed at is there wasn't more violence. Yeah, they're obsessed with uh, Charles Manson. But they're obsessed with a CIA asset, with a military-industrial complex influencer. You know, just like... Laurel Canyon, all that military intelligence. What the hell they think they were doing? Played right into their hands. Right into their hands. But the main moniker of the whole damn thing, beginning in 1965, was eliminate God. God is dead. That was the whole thing. The whole, sum it all up. From 65 to where we are right now, in one, one, one thing, eliminate God from society. That's the entire thing that happened. And who eliminated it the most? Uh, Billy Graham. Yeah. The Pope. All the religions, including Eastern religions, they're, they're seeking God through Hinduism, seeking God through, or the void through Buddhism or whatever. It doesn't even matter what it is. All of these man-made institutions turned against God in their very inception. They refused to be led by the Spirit. They insisted on being led by their own understanding. And what does the Bible say about that? Do not be wise in your own understanding. Understand the way God leads us sometimes is incomprehensible. In fact, I would say most of the time it's incomprehensible. God is incomprehensible most that we don't understand his ways, but we follow. When we're sure we're not being deceived, we, we, well, we can't rely on our friends. You think I'm being deceived? Yeah, yeah, don't follow that. Oh, no, no, don't do that. Don't, don't be like Job's friends. You know directly with God whether you're going to follow that order or not. And if you don't understand it, there's more of a chance that it's God calling you. If you do understand it, then there's more of a chance it's coming out of your own mind and desires. Those led by their own desires, 
I mean, let, let me put it this way. The people waging this war, I mean, the people involved, the, the little puppets you see, the Hararis and the little clowns like the Schwabs and the Gateses and all these little um, losers, these guys, are gonna, these guys are going up in smoke too. They won't be protected because th- th- their job is to s- destroy this. Once that's done, their job's over. They don't, the, the, the beings in, you know, running this whole thing don't want them. I mean, maybe they'll take a genetic, you know, copy or something. <laughs> like they're wanted, like a guy like Harari would be wanted by anybody. He says he's gay. I just imagine, well, what would, you know, I guess he could act like a little kid being abused. Maybe that's his gay thing. I don't know. I don't know. You know how, how, to me, he seems like a machine. He doesn't seem to, he seems asexual. You know, just like in love with this idea of chimeras and, oh, what science can do. Yes, science. Science, they say science over God. They don't understand. That's one of the most ignorant statements of, that any, any fucking fool's ever made. Science above God. <laughs> what that means is my way, not your way. Yeah. And they will never escape this 3D hell we're in. They will never escape the time and space problem, the entropic void. They will never escape all that stuff. You know, the symbolism in the, the garden, of the cherub guarding the tree of life, that, that sums it all up. That, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lock, baby. That's a lock. They're not going to breach that. So now they think that in death they, all, they win. You know, I mean, death of the body, and, and you know, the recreation of a, of a digital universe, they win. But there is no such thing. In other words, through the creation of nothing, through a thing that has no value whatsoever, a thing that does not exist, they have life? No, they have anti-life, they have anti-existence. No, they're not anti-matter. Anti-matter and matter are both in the scope of existence and creation. They have other, which means none. It it just means lights go out. That's it. Done. You want to be one of these avatars forever? You enter into the chamber, and they just basically do what they do with the cattle. They just you know put the little thing against your head. Boom. Out. Gone. Uh, lights go out. Black. There is no avatar. That's the big deception that you're going to be able to live forever in this like matrix they're making while they harvest your, your balls. You know, wrong. There is no you. Black, gun, silence, over, never ever happened. Whether there was life or not, there's no history at that point, there's no future, past, nothing. There's nothing, no void, no non-void, no existence whatsoever of anything because they chose to separate themselves and and <clears throat> live an alternative life. If they can't beat them, they're going to have their little scientific dictatorship. 
and, and call it, actually use the word science, which in and of itself shows they're morons. People like H.G. Wells, all these people that Jay Dyer talks about. You know, nothing but a, a parade of fools. A, a, a ship of fools sinking, and the ship is sinking, and they're, they're, they're dancing to the music. Now here we are in Obama's paradise. I had an insight about Obama. i got to get to the prophetic here. Obama is having second thoughts. Just want you to know. Obama's having second thoughts. Obama's scared. He's scared now. He sees it's not working out the way he thought it would. <laughs> so he's, he's all freaked out. So you don't see him right now. They're having to, like, you know, put Humpty Dumpty back together again. He thought there would be this orderly move into statism. And he'd be one of the kings. He'd be like the reincarnation of Akhenaten or whatever he is. You know what I mean? Because they look alike. Because here he is, a new king of Egypt, back. Egypt rules again. And Obama's at the top of the heap, you know, living in Cairo or something. I think that's what he thought. That's what I think I believe that's what he thought he would be. And of course, you know, he can clone himself and dive into the clone. They all think they can live in the clone. Have you ever noticed though that they don't brag too much about these clones? You had that idiot Keanu Reeves, another idiot, another absolute fool. They promote him every day as such a nice guy. He's, he's so compassionate. He's the kindest person in Hollywood. He did a movie called Replicas. One of the most evil stupid pieces of shit ever. I mean, you know, advocating, you know, that, that the clone people are just the same as, uh, you know, the, the, the ones you lost. And, you know, the other stupid thing about him and about all this is that, you know, he's playing, you know, an influencer here. And he's, you know, advocating, because the movie was propaganda. It had nothing to do, there was no real plot line. His family dies, and they and they get, you know, uh, cloned back t- together, and the, then he's, you know, finally back with his family again. All the selfish desires, because man cannot handle grief. He's grieving his family. But, oh, well, we have to have a solution. Let's clone them all back for my selfish d- desires to end my grief. Thank you. For, in this case, life is sacrifice. Being cloned is uh, an insult. We can clone arms and legs. You can lose your leg and have a new one cloned. Well, I guess you can desire to live in your vessel, keep it youthful, and live forever just like that in time and space and season after season and ball games. Movies and picnics and camping out and working and making lots of money and going to the boxing and sending the kids to karate school. and Boy, it's a great life, huh? It's a great life. Oh, what a great life. Oh, what a great life. Oh, how I just wanted to go on forever. I'm having so much fun. I love it so much. And... um 
well, you're not going to get around the torching of the Maui people, uh, you know, which is basically the fault of the military industrial complex, you know, the American military. And they said, well, it was a Chinese uh, plane overhead then. And it's like, it, it doesn't matter. It was Chinese plane over American territory. They should have shot it down. They didn't. They're in cahoots. Come on. Wake up. And you know who torched it. You know, you can take, watch the paper trail, go to one Larry Fink who's involved in building all these smart cities and rebuilding Ukraine and everything. He's got his finger in every pie. So there he is. And uh, actually, at one point, he, he was a friend. He, he befriended me on Facebook for about, two, not Facebook, Twitter, for about two seconds, and he dropped me. And he blocked me. But, you know, because I, I, I've been mentioning to people about Larry Fink. People don't talk about him enough. Nothing, nothing I can say about him. I mean, he's just another idiot making bad decisions and, uh, you know, hurting as many people as he can, all in the name of love. He thinks it's, it's, he's being loving and nice and he's being a fool and he doesn't understand that. Because there's nobody to point it out once you get rid of God, then every fool is a wise man. Or they think, oh, if you can manage that much money, you couldn't be a fool. You'd have to be pretty wise. No, that doesn't make you wise. If you're ending the human race, if you're destroying all institutions, if you're bringing nothing but misery about, and you call it good, uh, that that's a fool. Doing a fool's errand for another entity that wants to destroy humanity. Being used as a vessel and not being, not being aware of it, that's a fool. Textbook fool, textbook definition. All in the name of... I got to kill you to save you, right? That's that's basically the, right the, at the hospitals, right? I got to kill you to save you, right? <laughs> so, you know, again, every single problem is um, by people that that their the whole desire of their heart was to get you know was to 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 destroy God, to get away from God, to live there, live apart from God, to. To live out, to get away from guilt and shame. I think they pushed this whole LGBTQ thing all the way into the P and, you know, trans and all that. I think all of that is to condition people to be proud of, you know, and, and at the same time to be able to, to look at the human body without so much reverence. Like, oh, you can change out gender, you can change out this. They're just little accessories. I think I'll wear a... A uh, 25-year-old man today. I think I'll wear a 25-year-old woman today. Hey, today I feel more like a, like an old man with a cane. Now, now I feel like a kid uh, playing football. And you can do them all. That's what they envision. And they're not going to be allowed to do it. Because that would be the ultimate mockery, and God will not be mocked. You know that. You know what he said. God will not be mocked what you sow so shall you reap. And right now, they've sown the whirlwind against themselves. And their little program is falling apart. So they're being desperate and they're jumping ahead, trying to jump ahead to beat this 2030 date. They want to get a lot in place by then. They all re-sign and redouble down and, 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 you know, they had everyone sign up again for the 2030 agenda. 
every country in the world sold their people out. And the people go, I want some food. I need a job and money. Instead of, you sold us out. You know, tear down the government. Oh, no. People are too afraid to do that. Well, then they get what they deserve. And then uh, I hate to put it that way, but America, if America loses a lot of life in this next round, it's, you know, deserved. And you can't just say, well, we warned you, and then you didn't. No, no. We didn't want to fight. We wanted to do it peacefully. So that's what happens. Goodbye. And will will people ever grow a pair of balls? I don't know. And they've been very successful in the um, you know the the cuckolding of uh, you know the emasculation of men. You know, emasculation of our military. Our military can't win a war either. They, you send them into uh, you know Gaza somewhere, they get blown to bits. They, they don't they, you know they don't have a clue anymore. They walk around and so they have no, well, the main thing is they have no morale, right? They, they don't even, you know, they've been put into a war where, they, where, where their own commanders will just expend them just for, the, for, for fun. That's how sick it is. Okay, so it's sick. It's sick. It's very sick. And, um, you know, it, 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 yes, it didn't have to be like this, but the only way that it could have not been like this is through, you know, God's power and grace. And is the remnant being hurt? Yeah, the remnant's already being hurt. And they're not, yes, the people that believe in God are being tortured, persecuted, and killed. So they're not escaping. You know, this is going on. And pretty soon America is going to wake up to the fact that people around the world are being killed. You know, in increasing numbers. And it's coming for them at some point, and nothing can seem seems to be able to stop it. So, it's, I saw this all coming, two thousand three, two thousand four. I saw them, you know, taking people on the bus. They're going to take them out to the to a shelter to live in. They stop out, you know, off the the uh, the two lane highway in the country. Uh, take a little detour for a rest break. Everyone gets off the bus to stretch their legs, open up the fifty cal machine gun, and turn them all into hamburger meat. That's that's what these that's what these you know what that's what the Nazis did, right? I mean that's that's what they do. They don't want to sustain people that they can't control in FEMA camps. They don't want to pay for their meals or anything. They don't want to have anything, you know, if they want bugs for everybody else, what do you think they'll do to the people that they don't like, that they really can't even use? They, they, you know, better if they just don't take any prisoners. They can say they're going to take you to a camp and you'll be fine there. Your parents are there waiting for you. Oh, no, it's your fault if you get on that bus. If you try to get away, they may hunt you down. Well, they might. Maybe you get away. Maybe you have, you know, a, maybe you have a better chance. Maybe you get gunned down, but at least you tried. But, you know, and, oh, and I noticed, too, they bring back the Hunger Games, the next installment. What's it called? Snakes and, and, and uh, something or other. It was on my 
found snakes and uh but yeah they bring back that because there's hunger game conditioning now for the public you know the public gets used to the idea that everyone and everything's in poverty and the only uh, chance for anyone to have anything ever is to participate in these hunger games i mean this is perfect the world in darkness and they think it's light and none of their cloning will work. None of their uh, euthanasia plan will work. None of their, just like in the, in the film The Giver with Jeff Bridges, another, uh, I highly recommend that film. Uh, they have like, when you get to a certain age, you make your transition and then it's like you go off in a spaceship somewhere. But really, you know what happens. They euthanize you. Oh, they're making their transition. Oh, everybody clap. They did a good job here. And then at a certain age, they're sent off on their, on their journey. And they're not sent off anywhere. They're just simply slain, right, to make room for the next batch of sorry fools that goes along with the state that obeys. And the whole point of the movie was you've got to rebel beginning in your mind. There's got to be something in you that wants to live. Now, I understand, you know, who wants to watch, you know, these dumb TV shows over and over? Who wants to go to the Thanksgiving dinner with these, you know, this this poor excuse for a family you have to suffer with every year? Who, who you know, why? You know, I mean, these endless dumb rituals that people do. You know, the you know, rally behind, uh, you know, the, the football team, you know, the... the I was there in Texas having a great dinner with Larry and Mary and Trish and me. We had a little, we were working our bus down there and, and, uh, in Houston and went to a, uh, a steakhouse and uh, they were all into the game, you know, the Houston Astros and you know, just cheering, you know, and, you know, just wild. Like, that was their whole life. I looked at them, I looked at them. I was, I was, I wasn't envious. I was, Curious, I was watching them cheer for their team and hug each other and tip their beers and wow, just like off a parking lot, off a freeway, you know. And they were, what do you make of that? Cheering in the bars for your team. And the, the fervency that we around here, it's like big, big time. You know, football and college football, especially, and World Series and going on now, right? I mean, what do you think of all that? Cheering your team on right now. Think that's a good thing to do? Cheering the team on? Maui's cool, never mind. It's not really the United States. That happened way over there somewhere. I'm going to cheer on my team. I mean, what, what should they do? Everyone I saw, you know, on the road looked like they were going to, thought, they thought they were going to be there for a long time. And every once in a while, I'd love to say to them, you know, what if you're not going to be here a long time? What if, what if this is your last week on earth? What if today is your last day? What would you do? What would you do? Remember that, Trish? Yeah. The, uh, that was the log line for um, Angel Tide. Angel's Tide is a movie we made that we didn't completely finish, weren't really happy with it. I think we 
one territory bought it. It was some pretty good stuff in it, but uh, we, we just we need to restore it. But basically on the poster it says, what would you do if this was your last day? I think that's a great line for the poster. And it's about a woman who's you know dying and going through you know fits and starts and becoming a kleptomaniac and crazy. But what she's really trying to do is make up with her father before she dies. And it's this big kind of drama, and you know, it's a journey, right? It's a journey. And um, I think, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't well, my daughter's in it too. She plays the angel of death. What is she like? Five. Well, there she is. It's the only thing, I, the only legacy I have of her will be on that film. So I'm going to um, restore it uh, with a team of, you know, with the help of AI. I've, I've just had a, you know, a work print. I don't know what I did with the negatives or anything else, but I have this. It was really a show print, but it was real scratchy and stuff. And, um, you know, with uh, these tools and these our great composer and great people that can, and myself on mixing and stuff, I think we can uh, bring this to, uh, you know, a theatrical luster. And I think people would, uh, you know, I think people would be better served thinking about if this was their last day and thinking about these subjects, you know, like what makes life meaningful? What makes life worth living? And so you see this woman go through this whole thing of, um, you know, of, uh, you know, uh, you know, eating and chocolate and sex and, and compiling tons of useless stuff and everything to avoid the topic. But you know, what gives life meaning is really more. There really is no escape, and we all have some kind of thing, some kind of agenda, some kind of. Uh, you know, thing within us we got to do, you know, a purpose. And avoiding the purpose is, is it's just going to, it's really, you know, not the right thing to do. The thing to do is to embrace the purpose. And had we been doing that as a country and as a people and as a world, uh, it would be a lot better. You know, all the people that say, are screaming racism, are themselves the racists, the race pushers. All the people about violence and rioting are themselves the rioters and the, the pushers of violence. Whatever they do, this is the Lucifer backtalk. This is the forked tongue of the devil. Whatever they're doing, they accuse the innocent one of doing. And people fall for it every time. Every time. I, it's, it's hard to believe. But... Anyway, be that as it may, it's dangerous out there. If you're living in big cities, do not go out at night. It is not safe. It, it also, it's not safe around here in New Mexico. If you're in Albuquerque late night, you just, all there is out there is, you know, people up high on meth and everything else with guns and <laughs> blowing each other away on Central Avenue. Stay out of there. You know, it's, it's, it's going to become increasingly more like that to where, you know, people will be, stuck in their homes because that's what they want. You know, they want to go for that lockdown one way or the other. Climate change, this, that, the other thing. There is no climate uh, change alarm thing. No man-made climate change. And none of it. Everything they do is a lie. But you see, people believe it. There's still people out here with masks on. 
And you you try you try you get you, it must be very difficult for you to break that mind control, huh? It must be very difficult for you to 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 root for Hamas or, or Israel, to 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 see it differently, to see it as a a part of a larger process of 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 a failure. But what is that failure? You're a good person, aren't you? You care about people. You 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 walk the old lady across the street, right? Or give me a help, <laughs> right? I, why would God strike you down? Well, it's it's not it's just not that simple. You're part of something, and this something has consequences, and you're you know you might as well accept it. We're all part of it. And there are consequences. And unfortunately, um, consequences will be, uh, you know, we will reap what we've sown. I mean, we've had so many voices. Want another tea? No, that's, that's good. We've had so many voices. We've had so many warnings. We've had so many people. We've had so much, you know, we know what common sense is. We know right from wrong. We've made so many transgressions, though, against each other, against the Lord, against everything. And all in the name of selfishness and and narcissism and fulfilling our dreams, you know. We don't realize that sometimes pushing what we want, you know, steps on many other people. You know, or what we think we want, you know. (laughs) See, that's the thing. Is, is it, do you really want that? Many times people achieve their goal. They go, I didn't really want that. Well, maybe next time, you know, you just ask the Lord to reveal your purpose and go with that even if it doesn't make sense. Just, you move to Uruguay and start a ministry. What? I don't even know what that is. Well, go ahead and go. Go ahead. You'd be in a long tradition of successful, good people, beginning with Abraham. And, of course, before that. So, anyway, the summation of November 1st, World War III, online, the torching of Maui, we can't forget, folks, this really bad atrocities done there. The people have been, and notice the silence of Tulsi Gabbard. What the, was wrong with her? She should be screaming from the rooftops about this. But she's a WEF girl. And look, look, she's already a traitor to, to all of Hawaii. She's already a bad person. And look how many, look at The Rock. You Right? Remember The Rock? We talked about The Rock a second ago with him and Oprah and their little charity. You, you know, we used to lift him up and say, oh, The Rock, The Rest. We love The Rock. Yeah, The Rock. Any other heroes you want to go over? Taylor Swift, the big... Oh, America loves Taylor. And she goes more and more satanic. She goes more and more witchy, you know? And then she needs more and more billions of dollars. And, you know, this movie that's so successful of hers, she released it herself. She's getting the lion's share. She gets lots and lots, and she sucks the money in. She doesn't give it out. She gives it to Democrat to Democrats. That's what she really wants, is she really wants to be... 
I know she hates her audience. I know that. I can see the hatred in her eyes. I can see through everything that all these people do. No, I have no... No, no, this is all, all my intuition and spiritual, you know, kind of bent the way I am. I can look at a person. I can tell you if they hate their audience or not. Easy, easy. Like on day, like on the first 20 seconds of a face scan, I can tell. And the thing I notice about most, you know, female pop stars in America is they hate their audiences. And they uh, have nothing but ingratitude. And um, they're, you know, they also hate their crews when they go to record something. They, they hate everybody. Yeah, and th- that's about to come to an end. Oh, let's see what old Taylor does with her billions of dollars. When uh, you know when the when the balloon goes up and the flag comes down and the whole thing is stopped, let's see. Oh, she'll hang out with her elite friends, but she'll have to really adopt the globalist, anti-God attitude. And everyone thought, oh, she's the girl next door, and she loves God, and she loves her horse, and, and you know, kind of a country bumpkin or whatever it is they think. You know, turned out to be just the opposite. Jezebel on steroids. But look. They all worship. The the meaner she gets, the more they worship her. And she's going to get mean. I mean, wait till the lines start, you know, until the the plastic surgery, the Botox doesn't do its job anymore. Then you really, but I don't think we have that long. But if we do, you'll you'll get to see her evolve into like a Britney Spears or a Madonna or something like that, you know. Uh, There's no end to this, this bullshit we have to go through as Americans. I don't think we should lift up women or men or as icons to worship. I mean, it's one thing to be somebody does something well and you appreciate it, you applaud them. I, I love that's fine. I no problem. But when it becomes this 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 sickness we have, then I think you know it has to end. It, it's going to end. It's, it's going to end. Anyway. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. If there is any reason to spare people here in this country, that you would spare them. Whatever your ratio of righteous to unrighteous is, Lord, that you would spare them because your remnant is here, that you would spare your remnant, and that you would would enlighten all the people that are in the dark, walking around in circles that, that have fallen prey to the, to the mass rejection of you, that you would open their eyes so that they would, they would recognize the mistake that they made and they would realign with the life they were supposed to be living in the first place. With, with the only life that there is, you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. See, the Lord is life. Everything else is not. So there has to be a realignment, or there's, or it's not. Then it's, you know, negate. <clears throat> oh, the, the, the illness is a doozy. I've, yeah, I've, I feel sorry for those unsuspecting people that are not prepared, because it'll kill you. It's, it's it's dang dangerous. This COVID thing—they've 
they released another COVID virus, and we're all dealing with it now. No, no, I can tell it's engineered because it's like the one I had in 2013. You know, you're not really contagious in the same way. It's different. So it's more of a frequency thing that that you catch it from. And um, it... uh, it's got a component in it where, where, like, when you think it's gone, it kicks in. It keeps. I've I've been through this before, where it's just like you know, like you think you're done with it, and then all of a sudden, in the evening, it kicks in again, you know, and <clears throat> um, or you think it's gone and it's not, or it comes on like a little cold, just the sniffles, and it's fine, and all of a sudden, there's this raging like pneumonia thing going on, you know, and you can't breathe, and you know, you, they they kill you with the intubator or whatever, um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's, it has these components and you can feel them kicking off rather than one thing. It's like four different viruses or four different, you know, monkey things. And, uh, oh, are we all in this together? Um, n- no. Humans are not all in this together. Humans are not all, all one. There are some humans that are in, involved with um, their creator. And um, are you having trouble discerning that? Are you having trouble understanding who's who to talk to? Yeah, if you, if you hang with the worlders, they'll tell you you're all wrong and they'll tell you to go kill yourself. And, you know, if you belong to God, what's the matter what they say? They're always going to say that. You know, because they're so short sighted. They don't realize for them, that's the end of the road right here. And, you know, that's probably fitting. I, I, I don't see the, you know, I don't see, if, if it's not all about God, you know, and that's where your vessel goes. Look at that. There's more red lights out there, Trish. They're chasing each other all night long out there. Wow. That's a big red light there. Sometimes you can hear them racing. Oh, they race. They're they're methed out of their minds. New Mexico is the meth capital of the world. We have more meth here than (laughs) it grows on trees. And, um,. It's good to be with you. I, 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 look, on this journey of, say, the Zaff Report, and most people that started in the beginning, they're not here now. There's people who have come and, I, I say, come and go here. You get a piece of a Zeph Report, 10, 20 minutes, it makes some sense to you. Grab onto that and discard the rest. There is no ego, vanity, none of that, no money needed, no nothing. This is just... I, I'm just here because I'm moved to be here by God. God moves me to be here and say stuff. And then, you know, I don't, I have my own particular, you know, he uses me in his way he uses me and it, it appeals to, you know, some people can hear it. And then, you know, he does that with other people too. But I mean, you know, why do you keep showing up? What what do you get out of it? I don't get anything out of it. I get, I mean, I I, I don't get, I don't get anything. I don't get money. I don't get, you know, um, respect. I don't get um, upwardly mobile social, uh, you, you know, uh, scores or whatever you want to call it, um, pop- popularity things. I, I get nothing. I get zero. 
Okay? I got two people that like what I post on Twitter at, at most. I don't get, it, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that God put me here and he told me to come here to talk today, and I did. And whatever the result is does not matter to me. He's broken me of that. In, in fact, that extends everything I do. I just put it out there and that's all I can do. If The world can reject me all at once, but that doesn't stop me from doing what the Lord has inspired me to do. I can't look at it like, you know, um, in a worldly way, like, wow, your results aren't really there. And most of the stuff I talk about goes in, you know, in one ear and out the other. It goes, it goes way over their heads, too. And it goes under their heads. It goes over, under, sideways, this way, that way. It, it just misses. You know, they perceive me all wrong. They accuse me of things I didn't do. They, um, you know, for example, one guy accused me of wanting a theocracy on earth. I said, I couldn't be further from the truth. I don't care. Uh, you know, I give it out here and it's, it's up to the people to turn to the Lord or not. It's not up to, there's nothing I can do about it. But he has me wanting to sum up World War III, wanting to show you the the that the entire universe is part of this war of this thing going on and so it's not just Soros or this group or that guy or this it's a huge huge fight that extends into the heavenlies if you will this is the war in the heavens but uh, one person pointed out in Bible prophecy that in Matthew twenty five that Jesus says you know. Um, but my time is not yet. Even when you have earthquakes in diverse places, meaning, you know, some people think that means machines or, you know, weather machines, whatever. And then, um, you know, uh, wars, rumors of wars. And we could be dealing with that in Israel. You know, right now we've got all these rumors of wars. They're running this whole thing. Half of it's a psyop. We don't know what the numbers are. In fact, people getting, you know, killed. But, but you know, it's a war. But it's, it seems to me it's all orchestrated, just like Maui, just like uh, COVID, just like everything they're doing. But mainly the sad thing, the sad thing is they're doing what I told you they were going to do, which is going to be taking away all your crayons, food and travel and gas. And the ability to survive itself is, you know, and then if you go turn yourself in, you might just get killed. So I'm sorry, that's a really hard place to be. But we have to start talking about the, the fact that provision may, and you guys have to prepare yourselves for a time where there may not be provision. You know, the, 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 that's a, a, you know, possible. What are you going to do if they, you know, they come around, to the, you know, armed and say, you got any food in there? You know, and, and, and we need a shelter too. Actually, it looks like a good place you got there. So, you know... Right, it's going to turn into a bloodbath. That's what's going to, I mean, that's the logical conclusion. All right. Yes, nothing is set in stone. Would I love a, a great reset that had to do, that benefited us all? Yeah, well, a great reset would simply be turning to God in prayer and in love and, um, 
begging for mercy and you being good to each other and you know trying to be for I mean I don't blame anybody for turning against I just I don't blame them because it's really ignorance that's done this and propaganda from the from the from the uh, educational system from the television from these dumb filmmakers out in Hollywood that are under Chinese control I mean understood it's a lot to go up against it's a lot of thinking you have to do to untangle yourself from this you know, th- these these hooks of mind control that grab you and take you all the way into a, a thought press, uh, process not your own. Oh. Okay, I'm going to play a couple of songs. I might come talk to you again.